Please listen carefully. Welcome to Autism in the Wild, the show that talks about what it's really like living with autism. Here are your hosts, Noah and Chris. Welcome to another episode of Autism in the Wild. I'm Chris. And I'm Noah. Today we are here with someone we know pretty well. Uh, his name is Henry. He's he's my youngest son, brother to Noah and Isaac. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Henry. Thanks for having me on the podcast. You're welcome. So you listened to the first episode. What did you think? I liked it. You liked it? Mm-hmm. So thumbs up? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take that. I'll take I'll take a thumbs up any day from you. So why don't you let why don't you let the listeners know a little bit about yourself? My name's Henry and I'm thirteen. I'm Noah and Isaac's brother. And I also play the trombone like Noah and I sing. You sing. And uh what grade are you in? Eighth grade. Going in eighth grade. What are some of the things you like to do? What are just a couple things you like to do? I like to play video games. And I like to play basketball. And you like going to the pool? I do like going to the pool. Great. And do you like watching sports? or? I like watching sports. Okay. Favorite football team? Iowa Hawkeyes. NFL team? New York Giants. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, to the topic of today's podcast is siblings who have a sibling with autism. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, Henry's Henry and... Noah are going to give us a little bit of insight of what it's like to live with someone, with a sibling with autism. Yeah, for sure. So I think it would be interesting to talk about some of the pros and cons of having a sibling with autism. So I'm going to ask both of you, what are some of the more difficult things that come about because you have a sibling, namely Isaac, with autism? Henry, you want to start? Yeah. Sometimes we'll try to watch TV at night, like watching the NBA Finals recently. And sometimes Isaac will come upstairs and he'll shut the TV off and he won't let us watch any TV. So does he... How how does he do that? What does he do? Does he just turn the TV off? Does he change the channel? What What does he do? It depends on what time it is, usually. If it's late, he'll turn on the news, usually. The late night news, right? Mm-hmm. Because why does he want to watch late night, late night news? Because he always watches the late night news. It's his schedule. That's, that's right. Great. Noah, do you have an, an example? One thing that I just kind of that's difficult to do, pretty much just do, pretty much do anything that isn't part of the routine or anything like that. Like, if we want to go somewhere for dinner like let's say like at seven for some reason that would be kind of shot down because he would because isaac would be pretty mad about that because like it isn't six o'clock when we're leaving so we can't do it it's all routine oriented so is it just the time or what about i mean where we go eat it's both it's about time of where we're going things like that so where do we go on Saturday nights. Uh, sadly, dinner. we go to Culver's every Saturday night, and I'm starting to get just a little tired of it. <laughs> mm. and we always leave at the same time. Yep. 
Isaac pretty much orders the same well, we, thing. You know, actually, we all order about the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, we're quite bland people. But we have to say, Culver's is a little better than like, maybe some other places. Yeah, for sure. So when Isaac's gone on respite nights, or maybe when he's the one time a year he goes to Special Olympics mm-hmm. and he's gone for a couple nights. What do we usually like to do when he's gone? Well, we usually like to go somewhere that isn't Culver's or anywhere somewhere that we normally wouldn't go with him because it'd be more of, because it'd be more of a pain if he was with us. So I think one time we went to Villagen or Texas yeah. Roadhouse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something more restauranty that might require a wait, might mm-hmm. be harder to be be at. Yeah. Okay. Henry, do you have any other examples of things that are difficult to do? Well, sometimes I try and play basketball outside, and then Isaac will come outside, and he'll start yelling and screaming at me to put the ball away. Why do you think he does that? I don't really know. He doesn't want me to be outside and play basketball. Where do you think he wants you to be? He wants me to be inside, because that's usually where I am. Yeah. But sometimes... Sometimes he'll let me. But there's really no pattern, there's, right? Yeah. There's really no rhyme or reason when he'll... Yeah. Yeah. He'll let me play basketball at the gym, but not in our backyard. At the hoop. Yeah. He actually enjoys when you play basketball at the rec center. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Noah, any other examples of things that are somewhat <clears throat> difficult? Yeah, I- about recording a podcast. Nod! Hey, Isaac. Nod! Nod! So Isaac just came Nod! home from respite one hour early. Nod! For legitimate reason. So Nod! we're going to pause this recording and, and come back. back from a pause in a recording because Isaac came home from respite earlier than expected. That's just life in our house, right, Henry? Yes. So the deal was Isaac has respite from one to four on Sundays, and he came home more than an hour earlier because our respite worker just wasn't feeling very good. So she asked if she could bring him home, and of course we said yes, and he was not very happy about it. So, I just took him to uh, took him to the store. We got a few things, drove around, just a calming force of the drive around town, and he's he's good now. He's downstairs playing the Wii. So we're going to continue on with our our brother podcast interview. I guess so. <laughs> okay, so we we were talking about some of the things that were difficult to do with autism and. Creating a podcast hard. is hard. I mean, we just, we were, you just witnessed exactly what could be challenging. Schedule, scheduling, this sort of stuff is hard. Yeah. Because he's gone only for like a certain amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's flip this and, and talk about some of the things that you enjoy doing with Isaac. What are some of the activities 
that you enjoy doing with Isaac that he likes to do with you guys? He likes us to go to the pool in the summer. A lot of the time, not all a lot of the time, just about every day, he wants to go to the pool. And we go in the evenings because it's not crowded then and there's not like a million people there. It's kind of calm and he likes that. But he likes us, he likes it when we go. Usually I'm the one that goes to the pool. Noah usually stays I usually don't swim, which is fine, which he's kind of ticked off about, but he's fine with it. You used to go a few years ago, a little bit more. Yeah. Then I got old. You just kind of get tired of the pool. Yeah. But Henry likes going. I'm a 94. Okay. (laughs) What do you do do at the pool with with Isaac? Do you guys do stuff together? Sometimes we'll go down the water slides together, and... There's one slide that you can only go down one time, or not one time, you can only have one person go at a time. So Isaac and I will sometimes try and race each other up the steps. Is that so the red slide? Yeah, we're yeah. usually the only two people on that slide. So he'll be going up the steps and then he'll get in the slide as he goes down. You can hear him laughing. It's like hysterical. Yeah, he, he loves the red slide and then there's also a, a three meter platform Mm-hmm. that he loves and last night he was as he was jumping off the three meter platform in midair he looked at me made eye contact and screamed out for kelly who's one of our respite care providers well she she wasn't scheduled to work today and that's why he was requesting her yeah i know i know but like but he was jumping off the high dive and yelling Kelly and then he hit the water and he'd get out of the water and he'd just laugh Uh, and then do it again he did it like several times in a row yeah (laughs) so the pool is something we can all do together yeah Mm -hmm. what what other things do you guys like to do well it's pretty easy for us to play video games with him he's pretty good too so it's not mismatched whatsoever and he wants us to like he was saying earlier he's like Noah play Wii with me I was like okay I'll do that later so he'll come upstairs and he'll request you to play, right, Noah? Yeah. Or I'll, like, go down there or something like that. Just be chilling down there. And he'll be like, Noah, I'll play with you. It's like, okay, sure. I'll do that. So what what kind of games does... Do it you... depends. At this point in time, is more like Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort. He really likes the basketball and golf. Yeah, he kind of goes in spurts, doesn't he? Yeah, it really depends. He, he let me play with him last night. Oh, really? Yeah, the golf. That's, a, that's rare. I know. Yeah. What about you, Henry? Any other things that he... He he likes to play Wii with you. We like to go to the miniature golfing, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, he loves miniature golf, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we can do that together. Yeah. That's a pretty he gets, he typical gets, family activity. He gets a kick out of it, which is nice. Yeah. He, we get to go somewhere, which is all... Which is, Good for him, which he enjoys, and we all enjoy it, and he just has some fun, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I think we all, even though we go there every Saturday night, we do enjoy going to Culver's. Just a little bit. Yeah. It, and then we, a lot of times, we go to Target afterwards, because it's right next door. And Yeah. Okay, so now my next question for you two. So what are some of the things, activities, events... Or people you've met because Isaac has autism and Noah has autism. What are some of the things that, Henry, that you have experienced because of that? I got to do Spectrum Theater, which is something where you can take your kids and drop them off. It's, I think, an hour or two. 
and they put together a little play kind of thing and they have fun and it's usually kids that are on the spectrum and I went to that and I would help out or I would just be there. She were one of her first students just to kind of went through the system to see what can be improved and stuff. No, you you did that I too. I did that. I did that too. When you were younger, when right? I was, when I was younger, I was a little old at that point for it. So, tell some people. So, people, most people probably don't know when you say spectrum. What is it again? Spectrum. Spectrum theater. theater. Spectrum theater. Theater. Where is the spectrum theater held? It's at UNI. All right, University of Northern Iowa, mm-hmm. which is close to where we live. Yeah. And who is the main? Director, yeah, and the main director who does this stuff was the theater professor there. Her name's Greta, she's awesome. She decided to start this whole thing. I don't remember how we got involved with it, but she started it up and we got involved with it and we got to know her and we've met some cool people doing that. And so, you've met other friends, Mm -hmm. some some people on the spectrum, some people not, yeah, that you're pretty good friends with now, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and when you go as a as a uh, an actor, like the kids on the spectrum that go, are they just there by themselves, or how do they make this um, happen? There are partners that they have. It just depends on who the kids are. Some of them are groups. Like one uh, one UNI student has like either one kid or a couple kids, depending on who it is and what what their needs are. So they have you could say they're called buddies or something. That they partner up with the kids and mm-hmm. kind of make sure that they have the support they need. And and at the end of the day, you actually put on a performance for the parents mm-hmm. and the caregivers, right? Yep. So everything starts and ends in one afternoon. Yep. So that's a pretty cool thing. Cool. What, what else do you have that you can remember, you could say that is you've experienced because of the autism? This isn't on the list that I made, but like a um, bunch of like routine things that we do that most families don't like we go to the rec center every monday night by we i mean everyone but me because i'm busy (laughs) doing work and stuff like that and jazz and all that fun stuff but like on monday nights during the school year or i don't know if you guys still do that during the summer summer is the pool summer is the pool okay so like they would go to the they would go to the to our town's rec center every monday night or something like that for like an hour, hour, 15 minutes or something like that. And they would just do that every every week on Mondays. Except for when like it was closed or something like that. Right. Or like driving home. Or like every night when we go home, Isaac insists on driving by Cup of Joe, which is like the the go-to coffee shop in town. From, so from what I've heard, I'm not a coffee person, so I don't... But like we would go... Instead of like going on the direct route home, we'd have to go like on Main Street, go around... Past the coffee, past the coffee shop because that's what that's what makes him happy. So we had like an extra five or six minutes onto our drive home, but anything to make him happy, I guess. Yeah, we probably added numerous miles to our vehicle because of that. We should do a calculation we sometime and, and share it on the podcast. We should figure All out. Right, that's homework for next time, Henry. All right, we'll have to figure out how much of a distance it covers, and then. We'll calculate the difference, right? Uh-huh. And then we'll calculate how many times we drive it. Okay, we'll we'll figure out the math. We'll bore you, everyone with the math, but we'll just give you a general idea of that. 
Okay, so, um, so I'm, I'll answer this question because it's been all- over the years, because of autism, um, Mom and I have been able to meet lots of different people, mm-hmm. people in the schools. Mom and I, we used to kind of coordinate the parent support group for the local area for several years. Okay. So we got to, we've gotten to know a lot of people who have kids on the spectrum. We've met a lot of educators. Mm-hmm. Because you and I is close to us, we've met people, faculty members there, and have had a chance to speak at their classes, which is really quite re- rewarding and be able to give back. Mm-hmm. So really, it's for us, it's a, it's a lot about being able to meet new people. Mm-hmm. So a good example I had was last summer at the pool. Shocker, I was at the pool. Whoa. I Everyone that I knew there was because of autism. I don't mean that everyone at the pool I knew, but the, the, the four or five people that I knew were because they either had themselves had kids with autism or I knew them through a connection with autism. So in a way, when you, as a parent, become a, a parent of kids on the spectrum, that's kind of, you you get to be in this little world and a circle yeah, of people you of know course. with autism. Mm-hmm. And it's nice in a way because you can relate to one another. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you feel a little disconnected from people yeah. not in the spectrum. Yeah, of course. Uh, another activity, Henry, what about, what does Isaac like to, to attend during the, what's, what sporting events does he likes does he like to attend? Basketball games. Yeah, so to, let's talk about some of the basketball games that we have gone to over the last year. We have gone to pretty much every single high school basketball home game. Boys and girls. Boys and girls, yep. And we went to the boys' state championship game that they won. Yep. Which is pretty cool. And Noah is friends with a few of the people on that team, so mm-hmm. that's yeah. pretty cool. And then because of you and I's in town, we, we go to several of their men's yeah. and women's games, too. Yeah. It's a good deal. Which is pretty cool because Isaac loves going, and it's an activity that we yeah. can all do and we all enjoy. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Everybody in the family enjoys watching basketball. Mm-hmm. Cool. Even mom. Even mom. The sports hater. <laughs> okay. Kind of along those lines, who are some of the people you've met because of connections with autism? Now, we talked about Greta. Mm-hmm. Who else would you say? You don't have to name names, but you can kind of, in general terms, maybe... Um. Talk about that. So Isaac goes to a special. Isaac goes to a school for people with disabilities and stuff called River Hills. It's in, right here in town, and a lot of the people that I've met that work there and people like parents and staff that staff that work there are generally some of the nicest people we've ever had the privilege to meet and interact with. So the staff, so River Hills people especially, are quite up there in terms of people that we've met from yeah there's some people jim who's yeah. retiring this year mm-hmm. he was on the team that diagnosed you guys when you were not even two years old so we've known him for 15 years Woo. yeah yeah what about you henry do you have any anyone in mind well you've become good friends with some of the people that work at hy V because isaac's so helpful at hy V. That is true. And you guys are there a lot. 
they do know Isaac at Hy-Vee quite well. Mm-hmm. Like one of my friends who works at Hy-Vee, I was talking to him and some other conversation and they brought up Hy-Vee for some reason. And he asked, hey, dude, where's this thing at? I was like, I have no idea. And then he turns to me and is like, no, I, I can bet that your brother knows exactly where it is in the store, even though he doesn't work there. Because <laughs> he just knows the place. Isaac does know, especially with the things that we get, uh-huh. he knows where all the Because we get the same stuff are. all the time. Just about. Pretty much. So, yep. And he knows where everything is anyway in the store because he's, he's there all the time. So. so it's interesting. Some of the people, there's several high school students that work at Hy-Vee. I've gotten to know your brother because we go there all the time. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. kind of fun. All right, cool. So we've talked a little bit some of the challenges, some of the benefits. Uh, so now let's, let's have a little fun. Let's talk about some of your favorite Isaac stories. All right, Henry wants to go first. When uh, last summer we went out to San Diego and we were on a... What was it? It was a bus or something. It was a tour, a trolley tour. A trolley tour, okay. Yeah. We were doing a trolley tour of the old town in San Diego, and the trolley driver was awesome. Hilarious. He was really, really funny, yeah. He called all the groups of people by the states that they were from, so he called us Iowa, yep. and he had these little wooden token things. That he would hand out they to like people. put like a drink on or something like that. Yeah, like he a called sh- it a, a shot, yeah. a shot glass coaster. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he he held one up in the air and he said, "Who wanted it? Who wants this one?" And then Isaac, because we couldn't bring our van out, he uh, he'd been saying white car because we had a rental car that was a different car. So he wanted our car, which is so like then, whitish gray, but he just called it white. Right, so he was kept saying white car mm-hmm. over and over since we got to, to the San Diego, right, Henry? Mm-hmm. So when he held it up, Isaac yelled, white car! And then the trolley driver said, who said that? Was that you, Iowa? Here you go. And he gave us the token. <laughs> so Isaac got us the first token. I think that was the one of the first ones he gave out on the tour. Yeah, oh. I think it was. That was pretty funny. Yeah. This story is related to me, like, like... 100% related to me, but um, a lot of the times, so like during the, so for people who know me, I during the school year, I wear jeans like exclusively all the time because they're comfortable, sort of, and like they don't have to give you rewash that much, and also don't have that for very many like pants I can wear because I'm skinny. So I wear those all the time, and then when summer comes around, it's like 90 degrees, and I don't want to wear jeans anymore because I don't want to die essentially so <laughs> i was so i wear shorts and isaac being the turd head he is is he starts he's just like noah jeans noah jeans and like it's repeated too right so he has so he tells me that normally he has a speech device out he tells me that and then he also has this app on his ipad as well which is literally like the same exact thing as his as the as a speech device for some reason that he says that on as well so, he does that. He hasn't yelled at... Last summer was when he started doing it. He only does it during the summer. It's hilarious. And he th- and he did it, like, at least... Not, not exaggerate, 25 times a day. 
At the probably bare more. Oh, than way that. more than at that. the bare minimum. Probably yeah. at least like fifty or seventy times a day. Yeah, like maybe like seventy-five, maybe something ridiculous like that. And this summer is kind of toning down a little bit, but at the beginning of the summer, when you started wearing shorts, he was like, "Noah jeans, please." Was heard probably hundred times a day. Yes. Yes. Then he decided. Right. Then he realized it was a losing battle, so he decided not to do that. He also tries to pressure me to eat ice cream for dessert because he wants to eat dessert, which I don't. Eat, I don't eat dessert very often, so it's like. So we also was like, Noah, ice cream, please, yes. No ice cream, please, yes. And he's like that all the time at dinner and stuff too. He's very concerned about your. I know, right? Well-being of you. He wants you to enjoy some ice cream it's and love. wear jeans. It's, it's, I'm just calling it love right now. That's funny. That yes, that's a very true statement. Mm-hmm. Noah. You have another story, Henry? Well, one time, I'm pretty sure Isaac used to in our car, he would open up the CD player and he thought it was hilarious. And we'd listen to You mean like eject this. Yeah, he would just eject it and make it come out and then go back in and then all that. Yep, very OCD mm-hmm. with that. And then one time, I'm pretty sure he put some coins in there or something, and it broke. Wait, that's how it broke? I I, we're, that's our uh, hypothesis, because... Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because now we cannot eject any discs from our CD player. So the four CDs we have in there are just permanently They're stuck. They're permanently stuck in there, yes. I don't even remember what they were. I think one of them was Vacation Bible School, so it's okay. So, I think one was Pete Yarn. Jesus. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then what so then because we couldn't do CDs anymore because we, we exclusively listened to CDs then what happened Henry We had to listen to the radio which Isaac didn't know how to use After okay so like at the beginning because this like I th- it just happened like late summer or early fall if I remember correctly so we just had no music on and it was like silent it was kind of, it was actually pretty nice and then in December during our Christmas break we went down to some like gated neighborhood like somewhere like Cedar Rapids or something like that where they have like those Christmas lights synced up to like music on a certain radio station and so we d- we did that Isaac that's how Isaac got introduced to the radio for the first time yep that's how he learned how to use the radio yeah and then he- and on the way home we listened to a rock station that I wanted to listen yeah, to yeah so it was like yeah this is gonna be fun and all yeah and then one of Isaac's respite workers likes listens to the radio listens to country music which is k ninety point five fm shout outs to them <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping them in business i swear but so long story short isaac figured that out he's permanently switched the radio to that well not permanently but that's all he listens to and then we've been listening to 98.5 fm country music or any country for the past two years oh more than that no two and a half three it's been too long it's so long i don't know uh and so bad it's it's so bad it's funny and he has an app on his ipad so even when we're not in the car we can still listen to country music because he streams it pretty much all day long but it's from like the... 7 a.m to like 11 p.m yes well, like, it's he's constantly on and when he's home like sometimes when he's downstairs it's like it's like entertainment center down there or there used to be, or there still is, I'm not entirely sure. Yep, there is. There still is. So I'd have that on sometimes, and there'd be another radio in the back, that, like, boombox sort of thing that you have on, and then you have, like, then you have it either streaming on on the website, like the Canadian 0.5 website, because you can stream it that way, 
or then like on the Radio Pup app. Another sh- another shout out right here, Radio Pup. No. So you have the so you have like so like, like in the extreme you have like four things on at once, which normally it's like it's like two. He only had like a four once I can remember. Yeah, that's just the biggest extreme. In one day, he's well. Isaac used to only listen to it on the radio, not yeah. on his app. But one time the radio wasn't working because I think the station was offline. Yeah. And Isaac used to go out to the car. Yeah. And and just sit in the car and listen to the radio. Do you remember that? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. So it was actually a blessing in disguise that we that the radio station being offline prompted me. To look for an app to stream it, yeah, and we found we found the radio pup app. So our car battery died a few times. Well, it didn't die, but well, we it were, got close to. It got close to. We were concerned that he was out there for so long it would die, but it was almost a blessing in disguise that we found this radio pup yeah. app. Yeah, it's kind of a blessing and a curse too. But now he can go anywhere and stream music. When we were in San Diego, uh-huh. we didn't listen to anything out there. We listened to. The local country station. Yeah, I know, right? Which also fed into the time zone because it everything was still back on uh-huh. that time yeah. zone. Yeah. Woo. So speaking of things that are repetitive, Isaac watches Wheel of Fortune every night too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture of him where he's watching Wheel of Fortune on YouTube, and he's watching at the same time watching it on TV. Yeah. And he's we have a Wheel of Fortune. Wii game that he was playing. So he was doing <laughs> playing Wheel of Fortune on the Wii. Wow. Watching Wheel of Fortune on TV and then watching Wheel of Fortune on YouTube uh-huh. all at the same time. Yeah, for sure. We've gotten very good at Wheel of Fortune, I have to say. We've improved our skills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Any other Isaac stories you guys want to share today? No. No. Got nothing. All right. So we're going to transition to um, advice. For other siblings and parents. I don't think I prepped you guys. Yeah, you did not. For this. Every episode we want to provide some advice to the to the listeners that could help them out. So what from a brother's or sibling's perspective, Henry, what would be some advice to other people who have a sibling with autism? I'd say try your best to make them as happy as possible. Even though I don't do that sometimes, I'd say do that. So would you say that sometimes it's it's just easier to go with the flow? Yeah. Versus trying to get your way? Yeah. And do you feel like sometimes you wish you could just kind of have things more your way? Yeah, definitely. So what... One of the things that we try to do, and maybe we should do more, is to, when Isaac's at respite, we do things just with you guys. Yeah. So, what do you think of when we do that? Do you like that? Yeah. So, what are some of the things we do when he's at respite? We can, like, go see a movie, or we can go out to eat somewhere where we don't normally, or things like that. Yep. So having having time with mom and dad without the the sibling is important, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, do you have any advice um, as a sibling? As a sibling, be patient. It really is about figuring out what 
your sibling, like how he or she operates, and you know, and you know that how they operate better than almost anybody. Depends on how. It, like for me, I'm I'm probably the closest person I know, the closest person to Isaac, who's around since we've been around since the very beginning. But it's been a very it's a it's a slow learning process, and don't get frustrated when it's going slower than you think. It should be going because it's not. And it'll 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 all be fine in the end. If I could summarize, have patience. Yeah. And know that it's it's a slow process sometimes. Yes. Okay. Sometimes painful too, but yeah, you're going to expect that with everything. Yep. Okay, so what advice do you guys have for parents? If you could tell parents or or care anybody providing care for a person with autism, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you have for them? I would say be patient and do your best to understand what they need and what they want because that will make them happy. How, and how, what are some of the ways that we do that for Isaac? We'll listen to him or he'll say stuff. We kind of know a few things he's requesting. Mm-hmm. We know that creating a schedule is yeah. helpful. We know that creating a, a menu for the week so he knows what to expect for dinner every night is helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also write on our main calendar on the, in the kit that hangs in the kitchen some of the highlights that's going on. Yeah, and we talk about changes in the schedule as before soon as they, we know they're going to they happen. Have, yeah, right? before they happen. So that it's not as bad okay. when they happen. So if if we're going out of town. He's not going to go to Culver's on a Saturday night. You're going to let him know. We're going to let him know as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Noah, do you have uh, some advice for for parents or caregivers? I think everything that has been said is good stuff. What about a, from a perspective of a person on the spectrum with two siblings? Two siblings. Be understanding. Maintain a consistent routine because routine is everything. Yeah, that's the one takeaway you guys should get from this is that routine is everything because everything's structured around that. Nice for Isaac. I agree, and and when Isaac is gone on, on a rare occasion when he's gone for a night, uh-huh. it it is weird because we don't really stick to the normal yeah, we routine. Don't, we don't, and we get away from it. And it's nice. It is nice, but it's not something we'd want to do every night, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It feels good to have a routine and kind of knowing what you're going to do. There's mm-hmm. some comfort in that. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say f- from a parent's perspective, you know, for Isaac, particularly, he has a lot of anxiety. And so preparing him, informing him of what's going to happen helps reduce that anxiety level. Yeah, for sure. Which makes him happy and makes everyone else happy. Yes. But I also would say sometimes you got to do what's best for the family, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily what's best for the, your child on the spectrum. Yes. And you, that's okay. Sometimes they're going to get upset, and we, you just have to know they're going to get upset and, and deal with it, but that's the best thing for him, at least okay. for Isaac at the time. Okay. You think that's true, Noah? Yes. Sometimes we punish him because 
Like he loses his privileges. We wouldn't take him to the pool or the rec center because he does something, and we've warned him. And mm-hmm. and he he understands that, doesn't he, Henry? Mm-hmm. Just like any other kid, he understands his punishments, and right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Well, this has been I, I an excellent discussion. You guys have provided mm-hmm. some good insights. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Nope. No? Okay. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Autism in the Wild. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on our website, autisminthewild.com. There's a contact us form. You can also find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're the Twitter type. Mm-hmm. Right, Noah? Yep. If you have anything some feedback or any questions or ideas for other um, people we could interview or just additional questions to dive into, reach out, let us know, and we'd be happy to, to do that for you. Until next time, have a good one. Thanks for listening.